This podcast is not meant to be informative or educational and has the potential to be completely irrelevant. This is Property Jam. Welcome to this episode of Property Jam, where we talk about all things on the human side of property. And my co-hosts are currently giggling to themselves, and I really don't know why. <laughs> because you, you uh, almost you, forgot that you were doing it. Like there was a pause. I'm just like, has he remembered? Has he remembered? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> I do know what I'm doing some of the time. Uh, well, at least, at least you do. <laughs> Well, uh, I let, the, let the listeners know what we're talking about today. Please do, because I don't. Yeah, so <laughs> we are, as very as usual, very organised. <laughs> we are um, without a guest this week. Um, it is just the three of us. So um, yeah, I suggest that you switch off now. We can <laughs> make it up. <laughs> Uh, so yes this week we are talking all about lockdown again because we are in lockdown 2.0 it was announced last week and came into force last thursday and in fact we are recording it on the very first day of lockdown uh, but you're obviously listening to it uh, the week after and um what has what is lockdown going to be for you like i don't know joe how is it is it going to be any different for you than last time not really, I don't think. I, I feel like this time we okay. kind of... <laughs> You've got your head. And Niall, is it going to be any different to you than last time? Um, I don't think it will be. Maybe slightly, but not very much. I think the weather impact might have the biggest thing. Okay, so um, that'll be a goodbye from me. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be different. Um, but I think it's different in a good way, because I think all of us understand what lockdown looks and feels like. Uh, we've gone through it before. We know we survived it. So there's certainly a resilience there. I think also people are going to be a little bit more relaxed, not saying that people are going to break the rules, but they know that they can exist safely with lockdown parameters in place so that they're not going to have the fear of God when they go to the shop in them anymore. They just know that they need to stay indoors and not do social stuff. So I think there's that. And then on the property side, I'm feeling exactly the same way as I did the last time around that as long as the tenants are safe and, you know, we're all checking in, we're all making sure that our properties are compliant, that our tenants are okay um but also knowing that the need for that is so great like I'm feeling pretty comfortable with it you know like yeah yeah in, in fact I, I think the lockdown has been inevitable uh, I think it's been on my cards for quite a while now despite um, what everyone's been saying and so I don't think anyone should be shocked by it um I think it's um well, well, hopefully, and, and probably a good thing, so that it can really bring bring things under control as they start to get vaccines and stuff sorted. It seems like we're we're near to that. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm thinking right. It's now beginning of November, so um, now is the time to start planning 2021. So we've got two months of planning time. We're still operating our business, still working with our clients, still uh, buying properties. In fact, we've got quite a few properties going through conveyancing um, mm -hmm. that may or may not take longer. But again, 
everyone's now geared up for working from home. So um, things will happen in the same way that they would have happened uh, regardless. So again, I, I think it's going to be for us pretty much business as usual. Um, we will continue obviously being safe, putting things in place so that our tenants are, are, yeah, are, are safe, um, especially with our HMOs, loads of people in one house. But um, uh, yeah, we, we've just had new contracts agreed in one of our large properties um, for large groups of nurses, like 10 or more uh, oh, nurses amazing. in the building. So um, I don't know whether that's a direct link to, to COVID or not, but um, yeah, there's a, obviously a need for lots of, lots of help and support in, in the NHS. So uh, yeah, so we, we hope that those um, contracts will continue into the future mm. for sure. Mm. It is. It is strange that when when they, when they mentioned it, obviously, like you said, Matt, it, it kind of has been inevitable that it's going to happen. Um, secretly thinking, uh, maybe it might not. Maybe it maybe it won't happen. Maybe they'll get a vaccine or whatever. But um, yeah, we're back in lockdown again, and it's just like, yeah, just get on with it. You know, but we we have been here before. Um, we kind of know what to expect now to a certain extent. It will be different in the winter time. Um, when you can't get outside as much and it's darker and whatever. So that might be uh, a different um, challenge to deal with, if you like. Um, but from a business point of view, I think lockdown obviously was quite beneficial to us the first time around in what we were able to do from a distance, learning to work from a distance, um, communicating with each other much better, um, setting up a new business um, and keeping everything afloat. So I think... You know, just looking at it from a positive point of view, it's the same thing can happen again. We did it mm. once, we can do it again. And if we we potentially have new benefits that we haven't even thought about yet, that we, you know, we didn't think that the first one round was going to be so beneficial to to what we do. Um, and that's not to take away from all the bad stuff that's happening with it as well, because there are a lot of people suffering and um, getting ill and stuff. So it's not to detract from that side of it. But from a personal point of view, um, I think it's, it's actually going to be okay. It will be okay. And I think, you know, like, it's really funny, isn't it? Because you you do take a step back and you think, how is this going to affect me? Because it's the only thing you can control. Mm. Like, I, I keep having the same conversation with everybody who is stressing about stuff. Like, you can't control the pandemic and you can't control the government's interventions and all of that stuff. The only thing you can do is like, manage how you respond to it. And I was yeah. thinking back to what we, how we responded the last time. And in fact, do you remember when we recorded the lockdown lowdown episode, whichever number it was, Matt, I can't remember. And it, at the time, it was one of our most downloaded episodes um, because I think people were just so like desperate to hear some form of reassurance and, you know, relatable content relating to their property stuff. And, but what that inspired us to do and what's come out of that since, you know, you think about the connections that we've made with other people in our property community and you think about, you know, the social media interaction that we've had on the back of that and, you know, uh, yeah, think about the, the the Instagram campaigns and the LinkedIn campaigns that we did with um, Sunny Mahal. Big shout out to Mr. Sunshine, mm -hmm. you know, and and of course, those of you who follow us on LinkedIn will know that we do a weekly podcast on a Wednesday where we just basically the four of us, as a result of the first time we went into lockdown, just get together and share our expertise on property business and 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 mindset um, on a weekly basis. And that's just taken off to the point which we're doing even a, a, a live event, a, a podcast live. Is it? It'll be tomorrow, won't it? 
if you're listening to this on Monday the 9th of November, it will be tomorrow the 10th yeah. of so it, like, November. Yeah. yeah, 10th of November. So that would never have happened if, you know, we we hadn't got together as a group to kind of continue positivity, motivation and, you know, inspiration during such a challenging time for people, let alone property investors. So I feel really proud of it. And yeah, so that's the the silver lining. But of course, you know, it's it's not like that for everybody. And, you know, like right. you say, now you have to acknowledge that too. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. And if we look at the property market, um, they've not shut any of the property markets. So um, transactions no. can continue. You can rehouse, you can move in, you can move out um, and uh, you can do viewings. Well, yeah, um, that's it's... true, actually. that That's, that's going to be different from the first lockdown because we weren't yeah. able to do any of that, were we? No, not in the same way. So there, there, you know, there's, a, there's a kind of a bit of a housing bubble at the moment where mm. prices have, you know, we've had the, you know, the, the highest average house price ever after lockdown, which has been inspired by the, you know, the stamp duty uh, cuts. So, yeah, and, and that's going to come to an end in March or may or may not be extended. Yeah, I but, um, it's being, uh, you know, people have definitely taken advantage of that and have moved out to the country. So some people will have um, been affected by the first lockdown gone out there and thought right i'm i'm sick of living in this um two-bed flat in central london i'm going to move out to a, to a four-bed house in the countryside mm-hmm. and, and there's going to be lots of people maybe not to that extreme but have, have that same um yeah, that same experience of needing outside space needing gardens all of that and and people will have moved so actually some people will have moved since the first lockdown and will be enjoying the second lockdown if if enjoying is what you're you're doing um in in, in a new home oh my god uh, that's my friend andy like he literally has moved out of streatham he's sold his three-bedroom flat in streatham yeah. and has gone down to dorset and he's bought an eight-bedroom mansion and is literally just spending his lockdown just doing the necessary works to this mm-hmm. awesome property that's got five acres of land it's just amazing sounds idyllic doesn't it oh my god well my plan was to go down and visit him but that's been scuppered because of lockdown so yeah <laughs> I'll do that and oh well, yeah. Oh my god, it looks epic. I mean, talk about a great project for a property investor. Like it's amazing. It's got multiple outbuildings. Mm-hmm. He's going to do service on it. It's going to be awesome once he gets it gets it up and running. So, but a lot of people are doing yeah. that, aren't they? You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are, and um, I think that um, because the property market is open, it's going to continue. There's going to be a bit of a lull where some people will be like, "No, I'm, I'm I've given up for the year. I'm going to wait till next year." So I think there's going to be opportunities for investors. Um, I think in this this month, beginning of December, to get some deals where vendors are quite um, maybe tired and want to get just get something agreed and and started. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's probably where I'm going to uh, draw a line of uh, informative and educational. Oh, I was just thinking that I was, I was literally about to stray into occupancy levels based on our little mastermind chat earlier. Do you remember? Like I was literally mm-hmm. about to go right to that. I was thinking, yeah, because you know there is. There is something to be said around, you know, like how does it affect your property portfolio? Like now that we're going in second time around and I'm not going to go into occupancy levels, but I am going to tell you a story uh, which takes us completely into the irrelevant um, and segues nicely into my new tenant that moved in. Did you see it on my story? No, I I haven't followed your story that closely. Oh, it was, I think, no, I think you saw it. Oh, yes, it. hang on, sorry, I have seen it yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yes. saw it. Yeah, I think, Matt, yeah. you, were, you were doing baby baby duties at this time. So, um, yes. uh, so basically, I get a phone call from a letting agent yesterday, shout out to Harry, and uh, he's like, would you be cool if um, 
one of your tenants like brings uh, their pets into uh, the HMO like uh, to keep them company over lockdown I was like what is it and he said it's a lizard and I said that's cool like what, what what damage can a lizard do I mean even if it got out I mean the thing's gonna die isn't it like you know it's like what what, what really like what, what's gonna happen she's all um, heart our joke <laughs> well I care about animals you know I do I really do but I was just thinking oh like really what could it do and then he said okay cool no worries I'll let them know it's in a cage it'll be fine um you know he said we did have one tenant move in their snake and that escaped once but this will be different this will be fine I was like okay no problem and then I said oh can you send me a picture of it and he said okay oh my god this thing it's the cutest thing you've ever seen in your <laughs> life he sent me a picture and what I'm going to do is like I'm going to stick this on the property jam story so you guys can appreciate mm-hmm. So I was like, is it a he or a she? He's like, it's a she, I know for sure. I'm like, what's its name? He's like, I don't fucking know. Like, what, why would I ask what the pet's name? I was like, well, it's the first thing I'd ask. I'm just saying. I'm like, she is beautiful. So in my head, I named her Queen Lulika because that's what she looks like. She looks like Queen Lulika the lizard. She is so beautiful. And then like he took multiple pictures and you, like one angle, she looked like beautiful. And then like she was a little dinosaur. She is so cute. So yeah, I am absolutely fascinated. I'm like, listen, everyone else can move out. She can have the whole house. She is awesome. Yeah, I'm in love with this lizard. She's beautiful. So does that mean you're now the lizard lady as opposed to the cat lady? I'm the lizard landlord. Lizard landlord. <laughs> yeah, it's my new name. I think it works. I, it's something. It's, um, yeah. I'm going to show Matt. I don't think he's believing how beautiful this lizard is. I'm going to show you, right, so you can actually... Well, having, <laughs> just, having just been to um, a, a animal wildlife park uh, a couple of days ago in the Cotswolds, uh, I saw a lot of lizards and I would not want any of them in <laughs> my house. Oh, what about this one, though? I'm going to show you a picture because she is fine. Yes, she is. Look at her little face. She's so cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, she's so tiny and beautiful. And this is the is one that where a she's lizard? Like... It looks like a gecko. Well, okay. So, well, aren't they a form of lizard? I don't know. But look at her. She's like a little dinosaur. Look at her beautiful little face. Oh, my God. She's so cute. It's Lilika, Queen Lilika. So, yeah, that's my new tenant. I mean, I don't want to declare that because um, then I'm in breach of licensing. So, it's fine. But, um, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> the license refuses you to have pets, does it? No, what I mean is like she'd be an extra person, an extra tenant. tenant. I was, I was being silly. So. Right. Yeah. Come um, on, Matthew, get with it. <laughs> it's, it's late. You know, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm still, refre- I'm still refreshing the page every, every minute to see who's won the U.S. election. Oh and my god! Yeah, we're not going to find out for a while yet, are we? But we will. By the time this comes out, though, we'll know. Oh, well, certainly. Well, no. will and we? Well, 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 they said the 13th, didn't they? They said potentially the 13th, it could be delayed. So, and I was like, really? Like, why? Like, <laughs> what's the hold up? So, yeah. who knows? I wonder actually in the wider market if Biden coming in is going to be good for the markets or not. Because Trump, do you remember when he first came in? I mean, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the stock market is just so sensitive. I wonder with, whether if Biden wins, what impact that will have, whether it will be a drive or a dip, like, cause mm. Trump on the business side is a winner for so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, we'll see. I don't know enough about US politics. Yeah, my friend, she's from DC. Um, she's like literally sat on the edge of a seat. Like she's a hard ass like Democrat. She just can't deal with another 
Step Trump comes through. So um, we'll see. I feel very, I feel very anxious for her. I've been messaging her all day, offering sort of reassurances, like, don't worry. I always feel quite awkward because I don't know, and like Matt, I don't know enough a lot about uh, American politics. And, you know, some people can get quite emotional and quite um, in-depth about it all. And you've got two completely opposing sides. And like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who to follow. I know it's really I, Trump's a bit of an ass, but he's also been a very successful businessman and entrepreneur. So he might, you know, he could help, like you said, for businesses, but he's a twat. So it's just like... It's a trade-off, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a trade-off. And yeah. you know, on the, talking on the human side of that kind of stuff, I was watching, um, I, you know me, I don't really watch the news or whatever, but I, for some reason, because I was, I was forced to. This is another thing. Now that we've gone into lockdown too, I had to do my gym workout in my, in my lounge today. So um, my old routine during the old lockdown was to do my gym routine in the morning, then turn the TV on, watch breakfast TV, then turn it off the rest of the day. So I ended up doing that today. And I've not done that in ages. And it was Piers Morgan, God, oh, Piers God. Morgan and Susanna, mm. what's her face? Susanna Reid. And um, they were talking about how, um, and this was a stupid angle and I can't believe they went with this angle. They said, oh, are you kind of hoping that Trump gets back in? Because let's face it, it makes better news. And as for us as journalists, that's really appealing. And I'm like, what, when did this happen? Like where it became, you know, we're talking about someone running, being a figurehead of a country based on whether or not they make headlines or not. Fucking stupid, man. I was really annoyed at that comment. And actually the guy they were interviewing came back and said, I don't really think it's about that. And I was like, <laughs> Wow. Ridiculous. Um, so what, however, so- we, we are using you know, the election as uh, fodder. I know because he does make good he's a good talking point but yeah still okay here's another fodder for you so this is I, I I literally went and collected some gym equipment from my gym because they were renting out their equipment so I could use it during lockdown so when I collected it yesterday thinking oh wicked this is baller used a kettlebell this morning and smacked a kettlebell straight into my head and I don't know if you can see it boys but I've got a massive lump. oh no you mentioned it yes <laughs> oh wow yeah what that was yeah I literally Did, so is that because you chose the one which was too light or too heavy to, well, I've so it's eight kg, so it's super light. But I think I just I it's like I was in because oh, I was did, at home. Put it up like that and just go. So it was a thruster, right? Yeah. No, no, it was um, a ground to overhead. So I went ground to overhead, and as I did overhead, literally knocked the fucking thing into my forehead, and now I've got a giant lump on my head that's so turned was, into a bruise. So it's ground to into your head, not <laughs> overhead. <laughs> ground into head was what i did earlier <laughs> so that was the my start to lockdown was basically knocking mm-hmm. myself out with so you've heard it here first guys exercising down. is bad for your health it's dangerous if you're exercising at home <laughs> <laughs> but the, do you know what the, sh- the joke of it was with the human side of it was like because you're on a zoom screen you're like fuck i hope no one saw that like i hope no one saw that <laughs> Of course, because you're doing a group exercise. Group exercise online. So, yeah, Mm. big shout out to Element Fitness for just being amazing. But seriously, Joe, (laughs) just execute with precision. Don't knock yourself out. (laughs) 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 So I started lockdown with concussion. So should we all like check in with you every day just to make sure you haven't knocked yourself out and lying unconscious in your own flat? (laughs) We do know Joe, Joe is a bit of a knockout. Oh, 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 what are you after? <laughs> Smooth. Oh, God. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Have you guys been? Well, how was your day one of lockdown? Because I suppose. That was a bit weird, if I'm honest. A bit weird. A bit weird. What, what was yeah. weird about it? 
I don't know. It's just like I don't feel like I have done anything productive today. <laughs> well, that's been, always I, nice to hear. As, 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 as your business partner. <laughs> I have delegated a lot, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Uh, <laughs> not to self, know your audience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so no, uh, how are the projects going on how are the builders doing <laughs> really well i'm glad you asked actually yes all under control <laughs> the website finished yet <laughs> anyway moving swiftly along uh, yeah i think when i woke up today i was really tired this morning I woke up and it was almost like Armageddon had hit outside. It was like there was the heaviest fog that I have ever seen. We couldn't even see onto our balcony. It was that foggy and that heavy. Oh. And then the, you can't see anyone outside. And there's just one or two occasional people milling around. And where no, we just, live... Just to, just to interject there, this is the wrong podcast. You missed it. That is like... Uh, weather. Oh, okay. About the weather. Oh, but I'm talking about me. Never mind about the weather. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> it's all about on? me. <laughs> because of where, where, where I live, there's there's like a petrol station close by. I'm right beside the train station. I've got a, like a 24-hour Tesco. So there's lots happening constantly. And I look out the window this morning and there's literally nobody. And I'm just like, hang on a minute. <laughs> Did I miss something? Has everybody <laughs> fucked off and left me and I'm just here by myself? <laughs> So the weather got the god god got the government memo that lockdown is like it and it's armageddon like. <laughs> so i think that got me off on the wrong foot i was like hang on a minute that that's not nice and then um yeah i think maybe just the thought of being put into lockdown again i don't like being told what to do no we know this about you so no. but you know it's fine it's all good i got over myself who knows you might be more productive no. Oh, I, I wouldn't know how to take that comment now because somewhere in there potentially we sounded like a business partner dig. No, this is a business partner trying to be the boss dig. <laughs> no, but I think I think that goes back to what you were saying about lockdown yeah. and mood, Nile, actually, because this is different. Do you remember how the glorious weather we had in the first lockdown and how we could just, you know, that being able to go out into the park and it was like 30 odd degrees and all of that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be different this time because obviously we've got like shorter days. It's colder. And... But I think maybe that's something that um, Sala, who works with us, she, she's uh, Scandinavian heritage and uh, they spend a lot of their time winter or summer outdoors. So even if it's winter, just wrap up nice and warm and still go and sit outside and read a book or, you know have a have a glass of wine or whatever it doesn't need to be the sun doesn't need to be shining to enjoy the outdoors um obviously if it's pissing it down it might be slightly different but but it has been that's the problem it's been yeah. absolutely pissing it down and you know like I got soaked the other day like just walking up to the gym I thought I was gonna I literally got saturated I was squelching when I walked in it was that wet <laughs> well the weather here was beautiful today it was like um, lockdown 1.0 um, just a little bit colder so everyone was on the beach they were doing paddle boarding and yeah they'd all decided to uh go and um yeah that's the where they've all gone they've all left london and gone to worthing <laughs> yeah <laughs> jumped in the car escaped the fog escaped the fog yeah it's really bad very it? funny very yeah. funny but you've got a baby this time matt you had a pregnant girlfriend last and now you've got a baby that'll be different yeah so actually it's no different from the last 
<laughs> four months. <laughs> so you've, you've been in your own little lockdown. <laughs> we've, been in, we've been in lockdown since since uh, July, um, regardless. So we had our first lockdown, we've, then we've had our second lockdown. So for us, this is actually lockdown 3.0. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, or just say uh, just a continuation of lockdown 2.0. Just everyone else is joining us for the party. Where have you yeah. been? Yeah, it's funny. But also, I think generally the attitude to this lockdown is a lot more relaxed. And, you know, even small things like, you know, I was doing shopping for my parents before because they really felt completely and utterly terrified by the whole of, you know, what lockdown meant. And and I think now that, that they're, they're feeling a little bit more empowered to, to just kind of keep shopping responsibly on their own. So it takes the responsibility away a little bit. Um, and what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, oh, yeah. You know, panic buying and all that stuff. Yeah. I, was, I wasn't sure how the world was going to respond and whether or not we'd have like a toilet roll shortage again or something <laughs> stupid. But I don't have you seen? I haven't seen it. Like There was not, someone. Yeah. Um, where were we? The other day um yeah there was pictures of i saw pictures of people um buying massive packs of toilet roll and stocking up again surely yeah. we learned that lesson the first time i don't think that's it's the, the first it's the first it's the first thing that goes it's the toilet roll as soon as, soon as the toilet roll is getting low on the shelves you know there's a there's a problem on the way i think the first i, I did notice it was in the shop yesterday and there was a, a shortage of bottled water oh. mm-hmm. yeah but that's it everything else seemed to be quite normal yeah, but I don't think you know how like baby formula. Baby formula, really? Okay, yeah. so yeah, people think yeah, of course that makes sense. That makes so much more sense than toilet roll. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like I think, whereas before it felt like that was you know like a a problem right across the country, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that this time. I think because people have just gone well. If we all do it, then we're all going to suffer, kind of thing. So I think there are a lot of people just measuring them, like just literally pacing themselves, going, oh, "We don't need to." There's do also this, a guys. lot of people that are still trying to get through the toilet rolls they bought in March. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> how much toilet roll did you possibly need? Yeah, it's true, isn't it? So I think I think the attitude to, to lockdown has changed, and I think those of us in property, again we just kind of know the score we know how to handle it you know we see the benefit of it we see the the value in that time out like obviously one of the biggest impacts to me was I, I was told I wasn't able to teach you know because obviously yeah. you know um but again I'm like sweet this is you know a month or more, however you long time. It's more, more, more time for me and I'm busy mm. you know we've got so much going on so it's like yeah I, I think I was quietly respectful of it this time around as opposed to sort of like nervously apprehensive the the the, the first time around because it just felt like the, oh this is manageable this is doable um mm. so I, and I feel like that's a that's as pretty much the vibe of the country um because it still keeps the government support being rolled out um yeah so for now um, you know yeah I and uh the question on everyone's lips is, you know, do you think it's going to go any further? Do you think we're going to go into uh, December? Yes. Yes. <laughs> in a nutshell, yes. It's it's not going to it's not going to resolve itself in four weeks, um, and I think the, the government are just giving us like little carrot on a stick to so just do it for four weeks, and then you can get back to it, or then we can review it. But in four weeks' time, it's, we're going to be in the same position or a very similar position, and, and unless they've magically uh, got a vaccination between now and then, then nothing's really going to change. 
I think Bojo gave himself away when he said Christmas will look different this year. Yeah. Um, however, a vaccine, as Niles said, um, is not just going to magically appear. They've been working on it for quite a while now. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, a vaccine typically, you know, based on where I used to work in the London School of Hygiene Tropical Medicine, we're talking like it could take five to ten years once it's gone through what I would call thorough human clinical trials. And mm-hmm. the fact they've just like magically whipped one up from nowhere. It's sort of like, <laughs> oh, we've tested it. Like on, on who? In the, like, the last six in, months? In Hogwarts. Right? Like, I'm all like, oh, and then China's come out and said, oh, we already have one. Everyone's all like, yeah, fucking funny that because you were the ones that caused this fucking problem. You've, you know, like and those conspiracies out there are just, you know, absolutely jumping on it. So um, I don't know. Like I, 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 for me, would question a vaccine be- being ready at this premature stage. How ready is it? Because you know the way we treat COVID has completely changed over the last few months Mm -hmm. so you know let alone how we mitigate it through some form of um you know vaccination I I just yeah I'm not anti-vaccine at all but I'm certainly questioning the readiness of a vaccine yeah I'm with you there I don't think I would necessarily jump to the front of the queue to take a vaccine right now Mm. even if it became available I'm not anti-vaccine I just don't think that well, I'm not in a risky category anyway, so I don't need it. Mm. But um, yeah, I think it's a bit too soon. Mm. It feels it just it feels like it wouldn't be ready, product ready. Mm. You know, um, I don't know. Um, well, surely they wouldn't put it out unless it had done done whatever it needs to be done. Oh, you'd be you know? surprised. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. I think it will. I think it will do something, but I don't think it would be as effective as it necessarily could be um, or will be in the future or will be in the future so it's, it's like yeah. everything you just kind of it just gets better over time so well, yeah. yeah yeah like anything mm, yeah like like me I'm getting better the older I get it's so true darling yeah. it's so true just look at you <laughs> although you were just moaning that you're aching to shit today and you're basically feeling yeah, broken well, there is there is that I'm just trying to make myself feel better here thanks Joe yeah <laughs> sorry mate don't go kick a man when he's down <laughs> You've got weird eggs. Well, the thing was, so listeners, um, Niall and I, this is kind of as a last hurrah of a lockdown. Um, we went to, uh, we went out, didn't we? The, you, your lovely hubby and, and me went out on Saturday night to celebrate Halloween. And um, yeah, the next day Niall says to me, I don't know what the hell I did last night, but I'm so sore. My legs are so sore. And then today, we're only a few days along and he's got like aches and pains in his shoulder. What have you been doing during I the Honestly, I have no idea. It felt, like it, it felt like I had done a gym workout. So my legs were aching like that type of ache on, on the Saturday morning. Yes, Sunday, sorry. I was like, I have no idea what I've done last night, but now it just seems to be moving around my body. And I was just like, am I, am I just getting old and decrepit or have I done something stupid? <laughs> Matt, do you want to answer that question? <laughs> um, I, I'm keeping uh, decidedly stum for the whole of this uh, segment. <laughs> <laughs> wise, very wise. Uh, but but uh, no, I, know, I know your pain. I was, um, we had a, a long extended holiday just uh, before lockdown um, in, in the consoles I talked about. The safari park. Um, uh, excuse me. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, just, just there's life. Keeping... Lockdown life yeah. in the background. Lockdown life. Yeah. Life continues. Babies are crying. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So, so um, in lock in this uh, this um, it was a barn conversion, and it was like the outhouse bit, and um, that we were in, and the bedroom. Uh, was part it was under the um the eaves um and for me to get to the bed i had to walk like this so <laughs> at, at a, that's a very um at an angle um so i could actually 
walk through the bedroom. So um, if I could, like, I was almost touching the ceiling with my head going into this bedroom. Wow. Um, and then, um, yeah, after, after about two nights of that and sleeping in a, in a small bed with a crying baby, uh, great holiday. Um, we, um... You're really oh, selling wow. it here, yeah. <laughs> any expectant parents out there this is what you got to look forward to <laughs> and uh yeah i just i just um, got up in the morning went and picked uh emmy up and uh yeah just twinged my back so i spent um you know, most of that day not doing very much and being pampered so it was pretty bad hmm. hang on can i just review i've got a big fat kettlebell lump on my head you've yeah. twinged your back and you're falling to pieces over there like the three of us aren't <laughs> We're, get, we're getting on we're getting on <laughs> maybe it's a good job we are back in, in lockdown again there's gonna have to we'll have to look after ourselves a wee bit better <laughs> well, maybe we should uh, all go to something um less uh in less strenuous um, <laughs> like some yoga or some pilates and we can have yeah um, i think i need some 7, yoga 7 a.m yoga sessions <laughs> yeah yeah so although just looking at the window here there's a the most amazing uh sunset in oh, southeast wow. in southeast london right now the sky is beautiful I'm facing north, so I, c- I can't see anything. I can really just see nice. black. Yeah. Um, uh, I was just going to say something. It suddenly occurred to me because you were talking about staying in a, what was like an Airbnb, I presume. Was it like a hotel or something? It was. Yeah. Airbnb. Yeah. So I was thinking about service accommodation again, because if lockdown continues beyond, you know, November, yeah. there's going to be so many people who would have been going away. They would have been sort of, you know, possibly like a little Christmas get getaway and stuff. So, that's going to be hit, isn't it? I suppose that's one market. There. Well, I was chatting to the guy who owns it, uh, who, who lives in the house next door. And um, he was saying that we were their last guest. Everyone beyond us had cancelled, um, apart from summer, Christmas. Um, and he said he expected mm. them to be cancelled. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, um, our one of our properties, a large one, is um, service combination for contractors. And that's the one where we've got people coming in and um, actually more and more people coming in um, because people are working and, uh, maybe using it to isolate if they're you know because a lot of them some of them are nurses so if they can use some of the spaces effectively yeah so well. I mean that's that's a winner but I suppose that's not going to be the typical story across the service accommodation you know uh game plan for so many people like I was just thinking it's, it's one of those weird strategies isn't it that was like in lockdown one it, got, it took the biggest hit and then it became like the comeback king because it was just like everyone was staycationing and they've probably had their little windfall over the the sort of um later summer months and now it's just had that little dip again so it's like the roller coaster of strategies right now like I wonder I wonder how people are feeling so it'll be interesting to actually hear listeners if you are in the service accommodation market like what's been your experience I'd love to know how you found it um and if you've had to kind of, oh God, are we going to drop the P word again? Pivot. Mm. Pivot. Uh, <laughs> I've, Pivot. I've heard mixed, re- mixed reports from people about, about it. I think it really depends on where your properties are and if they're in a location that works for more than just service accommodation. It's yeah. like having having more than one exit strategy, like we always talk about. Um, some, some of my friends have got like properties where contractors have come to stay. They actually got stuck in the properties when lockdown hit and had to stay throughout lockdown. And so mm-hmm. they were absolutely fine. Yeah. Uh, or and then you had other people with properties in the middle of nowhere, um, that would only work if you're going to, going on holiday like to the lake district or the Cotswolds or whatever, and then they've got no other option other than to just shut up shop and hope for the best. Yeah. No, our um, one in Scotland, Edinburgh, we made the decision during lockdown to go on to uh, long-term tenancies, um, and we had someone move in um, within about three weeks of of, of making that decision. 
and yeah, it's it's great. They paid what, three three months rent up front, so we had you know, a lump sum of capital of cash, um, and now they're paying monthly. Um, so you know, going into this second lockdown, there's absolutely no issues at all, and it's it's actually doing you know, did very similar to what it was doing before in terms of cash flow because all the bills are now taken taken a, a away from us. So um, that one's actually worked out better um, because it was becoming a bit of a bit of a pain. Mm. Mm. yeah i can imagine so do you have anything else to say about lockdown no i mean other than it's been quite good news to me on the hmo side really because i told you last week i had rental increases across the portfolio which was great because basically you know with the kind of housing that i provide with on suites it's just as we predicted you know i was going back to our lockdown predictions and what we assumed would happen in the property market in terms of people's checklists and what they'd be looking for whether they were buying or renting and I think it's manifesting so we talked about outside space being a priority that's Mm -hmm. definitely true we've talked about people wanting to escape to the country that's definitely happening we talked about you know like the desire for a home working space being integrated into like certainly the co-living environment I think I mean I've not personally seen that but that's because I've already built that into my student portfolios because I need a desk as part of university scheme requirements um but also like the ensuite thing and how all of a sudden that has really pushed um demand you know through the roof because people want that private hygiene space and I've certainly seen the benefit of that both from an occupancy level but also from a from a financial level as well so that's it's kind of I felt I feel like in terms of our predictions, we're on we're on track with that. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. go us. Basically, what I'm saying is we we rock because we we saw this, we knew this. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's you know, the of the people that we know who are doing um, HMOs. Um, the rooms which are struggling are the non ensuite ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, unless unless they're really cheap um, for the for the occupier. It's um, yeah, people are like are not staying in them, and people who are waiting for ensuite rooms to become available. Um, so I think you know, the ensuite properties are really attracting people and yeah. it's what we predicted and it's what has uh, come to fruition. Indeed. It's almost like we know what we're talking about. I know. Who would believe almost. it? Who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? But also what's different this time is schools, colleges and universities are staying open. So again, if you know for the student market, it's been quite interesting because it does feel different this time around. I know not all universities are uh, running face-to-face lessons though. So those who have got the online stuff and some are doing a hybrid. And so there's that impact. I know like one fellow investor, so she invests in Guildford, you know who I'm talking about. Mm. And I think that because uh, Guildford University has taken most of their courses online in terms of like private accommodation, that's had an impact. So the fact the universities are staying open in lockdown has had, you know, there's still surely, surely she's the lizard landlord, no? Oh my god, I hadn't even thought of that. Oh my gosh, she's so it's our friend Lizzie. We call her Lizard the Wizard, and technically I've stolen her crown because you're gonna have to hand that crown back. I'm afraid. Yeah, you're right. She yeah, is the one and only. Yeah. yeah, or several. Knowing Lizzie. Yeah, love you, yeah. girl. After a few, after a few glasses of wine, I'm sure she'll let you have it. Yeah, she, <laughs> she won't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh big shout out lizard love you um cool. yeah so i think we should probably uh wrap up there hmm. so yeah. got any other thing else they want to add no other than i hope my head looks better next time we record an episode because i'm just staring at myself on a zoom screen and i look like i've got i look like a lizard yeah i've got some weird bump you, coming out a, yeah you do like um, a reptile <laughs> bump <laughs> I mean, I, i'll take it you put some ice on it 
nothing. I literally just looked in the mirror, laughed at it, and then sat down to record. <laughs> I definitely suggest an ice. Do you think? I guess I don't think it's going to make a blind bit of difference. It's just You'll, uh, help with the swelling. <laughs> Will it? Okay. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Doctor Matt. Doctor Matt. <laughs> but anyway, I think on that note, we will wrap up for today. Um, so it's a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye and stay safe from me. Sounds a goodbye from me too then. Come and jam with us on social media where you can hear more and see more. On Facebook, search Property Jam Podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram at Property Jam Podcast. Or you can email us at propertyjampodcast at outlook.com. See See you on the next episode. episode.